Hey guys, can I ask you a question? How are your balls feeling right now? Are they super clean and dry? Does your partner complain or is not always willing to go downtown? If so, I've got something for you. I've just launched a new product called Down Under Comfort for my brand Emily and Tony. It's really unique. It's a cream to tapioca powder formula that is designed to keep men fresh and clean down under or wherever they need. And girls can use it too, under their breasts, their lower back, anywhere they want to stay fresh. So help keep this podcast free and your balls dry. Use code EMILY to get 20% off your first purchase. Check them out today at emilyandtony.com. Trust me, and you're welcome. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information about Sex with Emily, go to sexwithemily.com where you can listen to our podcast, sign up for our mailing list, and please, please subscribe to our RSS feed so you'll never miss another Sex with Emily episode again. As you know, we're doing more shows, three to four shows a week, and we're doing some long ones, some short ones. This is a short one. I'm reading your emails because I love hearing from everybody. Thank you so much for writing me at feedback at sexwithemily.com or through Facebook. You can find me on my fan page, Sex with Emily. And I do read all your letters. I have to say, we don't get to read them all during the show, but I'm trying to. So we're doing more shows so we can tackle the important issues that you write me about. And one other note that I love the letters. I love your letters. Like, But some of them are like five, six pages, which I think is amazing. But we could just make them a little bit shorter sometimes. And then I'll definitely get to them and be like able to read them. Like a paragraph. Like a paragraph or two. <laughs> yeah. I have ADD. What can I say? Well, you're just doing that because you want to reply to every one. I want to reply to every single one. And I also want to thank our sponsor, Adam and Eve. So I can never have enough sex toys. And so whenever there's a huge discount, like in, with toys, I'm like, mm-hmm. I jump at that. And I'm like, okay, well, I've been wanting to try a toy. This is the time for everybody who's been listening to the show. We've been talking about sex toys. This is your time to get a sex toy because they're offering 50% off of most items in their store to all of the loyal Sex with Emily listeners. And they'll even throw in three adult DVDs and a free gift plus free shipping. Shipping. So you go to adamneve.com, enter coupon code EMILY at checkout, and you can get Hitachi Magic Wand, Pocket Rocket. Nice. What kind of sex toys would you get, Menace? If you get any sex toy, 50%. Well, they came out with the the Kim Kardashian sex doll. Did you hear about that? That was like this week. That was big news. Really? Would you get that? I want to get it, but I'm just saying, I I wonder if they Oh, I should have gotten that for for your birthday. (laughs) It just came out. Do you want that for your birthday, honey? No, I'm fine. I I know, you're kidding. Why would the sex dolls, that the mouths are open, like really like scary? I've never seen one up close. You haven't, you haven't seen the ones that there's like regular sex dolls and now they have the ones that it looks like you can fit a soda can in their mouth. It's like <laughs> just round, like crazy. Like you, it looks like something you would see around Halloween. Well, I think that the men find the house. image of women's mouths open, very sexy and sexual. And no, hot. I do. I do too. But I mean, that's that, that doesn't even look natural. 
I don't know, you know? honey. I haven't, I haven't examined, examined them that closely. You haven't seen a sex doll like that? I mean, not really. Where? It's like in those shops on Broadway Street kind of thing? San Francisco? Everywhere. It's just sex dolls with the mouth open is like crazy round. Well, probably because per, like for if you want to stick your penis in there and it, then it fits I all know, sizes. but I don't know how many people have soda can penis is Some do. No, I don't know. All right. Okay. So we're going to get into your emails now. And here we go. Hi, Emily. Love your show and subscribe to it via iTunes. Never miss it. Episode 165, you talked about Jacob Zuma who had sex with a cow. Weird as it is, Jacob Zuma is the president of South Africa and a man with a particularly sordid track record around matters of sexual nature. Also, while I now live in Australia, I grew up in Africa and sex with animals is not uncommon there. There was recently a report of a man who regularly had sex with his cow on the basis that it was cheaper than having a wife and there was also no (laughs) chance of catching HIV or any other STT. STD. And to respond to your other comment that the Balinese Jacob Zuma must have been on drugs in Africa, that wouldn't be the case. I will seek out the news report and send it to you. Just thought you'd like to know. Keep up the great show, Warren. Okay, thanks for clarifying that. Yeah, that was about uh, he, uh, I guess apparently he's the president of South Africa, which I can't imagine that. But here's something funny. So I just started grad school. Mm-hmm. I'm getting my PhD in human sexuality. So today they took us on a tour of this massive library, right, with like every Playboy since the beginning of time, every sex book that's that's ever been written. And they even have sections on child porn, like they have child porn videos. They're like, you know what, you should see this stuff. You should just just being a human sexual, I'm going to be like a sexologist and a major. Mm -hmm. And they have a whole like wall on like bestiality, like people having sex with horses and cows and stuff. And he's like, this is the, this is the dirty room. Like they have like probably a hundred tapes of people having sex with all different animals. That we're supposed to watch at some point if we if so choose. I'm good. Sounds like I'm good. I'll pass. But thanks for asking. Yeah. But it was funny because he was taking us on tour. He's like, now here's the, you know, and there's one called like equine. And I'm like, is that like a horse right now? That's someone having sex with a horse. Like it was just like equine. Anyway, I know it sounds freaky weird and it kind of is kooky school, but I'm going to I'm going to be a doctor (laughs) of human sexuality very soon. And what's up with all the emails from Australia? We okay. There are so many emails from Australia all the time. And there's a woman in my class from Australia, too, who's trying to do a little bit about what I'm mm-hmm. she's trying to do a sex show and all that stuff. And I don't know. They're very – I don't know how there's all these Australian listeners. But like, that's a thank really, you for listening. I love it. And how'd you all find us? It's funny. I was just talking about Australia today. What were uh, you saying, Menace? I was talking with uh, Tom Green. You know him? He's a uh, comedian, comedian, actor. Yeah. Uh, MTV host, whatever. Totally. Uh, and he says that Australia is an amazing place, and uh, I think we should visit sometime. I was thinking that, too, when I was talking to her today. I was like, we have a lot of fans in Australia. I mean, we should do a little sex family, men's sex family, yeah. menace road, tour, have, road trip. Have uh, Trojans send us out there or something. Yes, we're working on it. Hey, Emily and Menace. I'm just listening to the show from the 14th where you read a letter in which a guy says he judges whether he would have sex with the woman he as he walks past her on the street. Of Menace course. said that every man Menace said that every man does that and you said you don't think like that. I'm a 20-year-old female and I got to say I totally do that. I've been having regular sex with my boyfriend since I was 15 and we broke up in January this year. Since my go-to source dried up, I frequently think about having sex with guys that I walk past. Particularly I often think about what their arms would be like as they held themselves above me or well you know how it is. 
Haha. Ha. Although, unlike you, Emily, I definitely do get horny, and menace is not <laughs> a stupid menace. Oh, the bell? And menace, it's not a stupid word, as opposed to banging, <laughs> which sounds kind of like an effing noob. Oh, God. Haha. Ha, keep it up. Love it. Love the show, I Isabel. Said, said horny sounds funny. I said, I said, I don't know if I get like horny. And then I was like, is that a word? People, no one uses that word anymore. Horny and boner. I'm bringing them back. Oh, God. I'm totally bringing those words back. So, um, but she checks out that, yeah, because you were saying that every woman you see, you're like, banger, wood, banger, wood, wood. Yeah, every guy does that. Within the first five seconds. I don't know that every guy does that. Do they? Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. They don't? That's that's insane to me. I mean, I guess maybe sort of tangentially, I sort of think about it like, oh, but not in a, like. It takes me a no. while to get there. I'm not I'm like, oh, thinking about this nice person, and then I'm like, oh, would I bang him? But I don't think about – no, I don't get into it no. like that. No. Because they're like thinking about shoes and like Yeah, man, I'm so into shoes and purses. <laughs> That's so me. I'm such no, a No, I'm just saying – I mean if a woman's looking at another woman, all they're doing is judging them from head to toe. Right. But That's what they're thinking. But when they're looking at a man, they're you know maybe analyzing – maybe not sexually, but analyzing the man, wondering what he does. Right, like looking, yeah. does he have a nice watch? Does he have a nice watch? Does he have shiny things? I don't right, know. Just, I don't know. I'm just kidding. Okay, <laughs> Emily, I was just introduced to your podcast today and listened to your show on non-monogamy. During your podcast, you asked for insights into non-monogamous relationships, so I thought I'd share mine with you. My wife, best friend, and soulmate, and I have been married for 15 years. As our life together grew, she became not really interested in active sex life and allowed me to venture out. What we found works for us is a clearly defined set of rules that safeguarded against emotional attachment. She's willing to let me enjoy open sex with others, but is understandably not willing to let me get in a situation where there's emotional involvement. One thing we have learned together is that in an open relationship, open, honest, and frequent communication is critical. If the boundaries of trust are violated, it can easily have the same effect of having a non-sanctioned affair, even if it's accidental. There's more of our personal story I'd be happy to share if you're interested, but don't want to send you the story of my life if you're not. After listening to your show for the first time today, I have to say I'm hooked, and I'm looking forward to catching up on your future shows. Please feel free to email me if you have questions or would like to discuss further. Signed, Lance. So he's in an open relationship, and it works for him. What I find interesting is that he's they safeguard against emotional attachment. Now, I don't understand how you safeguard against emotionally attaching to someone that you're having sex with. I think that's hard to do. Well, you might say, I'm not going to fall in love with this person, and I'm not going to connect with this person, but inevitably it can happen. But it sounds like he's... People do that all the time. Of course. Swinger parties. Swinger parties. I gave up a swinger Perfect. party. I, do you know Perfect last example. weekend? Do you know what I chose instead of yeah. going to a swinger party? I sat home and edited on Final Cut Pro all weekend. I am I'm so geek. happy for you. I'm like sat home with my laptop trying to figure out how to edit I'm a sure video. There's a bunch of guys there with ponytails that you missed out on. Oh, bummer. Leopard boots. I'm glad. You know? I don't like the ponytail. <laughs> oh, my God. No, like, it's not what's bad. with the ponytail? Why all. Swinger guys have ponytails. No, they like, don't. Yeah. What in the seventies? What are you talking about? Swinger guys have ponytails. They do. How they do you do. name one swinger guy you've ever? Who do you know that's that swinger? Mr. Erotica guy? Yeah, but Captain Erotica is different. <laughs> He's on earlier shows. You should go check out our Captain Erotica shows. He has a ponytail. But he's Captain Erotica. Oh, I'm sorry. He's different. But that's the, your only reference? No, then there's the exotic erotic ball guy who throws the party. Oh, right. He, had a he has a ponytail? <laughs> ponytail. I don't know. Maybe but I I'm glad grow, I missed Maybe I should grow a ponytail. No, I like the thing, the funky thing you got going on. Okay. We need more pictures of you because you know every week I got to post a show and I post a picture like of myself. <laughs> and I need a picture of me and you. Or just you. 
I took one the other day, but it wasn't that cute. I have some. Will you just send me some? Yeah. Okay, great. We remember? Yes, I'll remember. You know how we try to remember? We remind yeah. each other of to-do list items mm-hmm. during the show, and it never works. All right. Emily and Menace. I just want to offer my two cents on the whole infidelity open relationship topic from this week's show. And you guys must be doing something right because I never write into radio shows. But somehow you guys always manage to pluck something in to get pluck pluck something in to get me to do it. This may be the first time I completely disagree with Menace on something. That's what? a surprise. Most people disagree with Menace. One of the factors was the new relationship rush. Menace kind of dismissed them by saying, if you allow your sex life to get stale, it's your own fault. I have to say as a vet of 10 years of marriage that I believe that, that, I believe that to be an entirely idolized POV, in my opinion, point of view. And I would wager that if and when he gets this far in, he'll feel a tad differently. This is not because of the true, this is not because of the trope of how sex or oral sex ends when you're married or something of that nature. By all accounts, most men would kill to have married my, would kill to have my married life as it relates to the bedroom. Virtually nothing is off limits. And I don't think I've ever even been turned down a single time since I've known my wife. I recently completed lucked. I I completely lucked out in that regard. But no matter how much wild stuff we do, no matter how creative we get, you can never recapture what it's like at the start of a relationship. The tension isn't the same. And that is what I miss most. And while I don't miss it enough to trade in what I have, as Emily stated, it's sort of a bummer. Keep up with the great content, Lane in Cincinnati. So she's having good sex in the relationship. But what did you say that... I just... I'm just saying because we're only talking about sex. We're talking about how uh, people get together for a really long time and then it just gets stale. Right. And I said it gets stale because it's your fault. People stop trying. Right. And you get talking about, you know, being lovey-dovey and, you know, how it was to go out on your first date. But I guess you never get that newness again. Like that's not going to happen. Like the newness of meeting someone where you just want to rip their clothes off. Like that's not going to happen again. But there are ways to continually Mm. work on your relationship and to grow it. Because sex – people think that sex is so – it's so basic and it's like this is what we do. We've been together 10 years and this is exactly how we have sex. But there's like sex is just endless. Like there's so many different ways to explore and there's so much to do that it could – keep growing just like it's like knowledge education learning more about sex and if it's stale in the other area other than sex then be more spontaneous find things to go do that you haven't done before and those are new experiences exactly you know yeah exactly you know they say that even adrenaline is is helps a relationship so like go skydiving Mm -hmm. go skiing together like do something like that 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 will really pump up your sex drive too and create this sort of Mm -hmm. new excitement that you might be missing from sleeping with someone else. Hey, Emily, just wanted to say I really enjoy the Sex with Emily presentations. Very insightful and technically educational. You always talk about things that they should teach in school, but don't. Thank you so much for what you do. Sincerely, Kenneth of Vashon, Washington. Vashon, Washington? Yeah, I don't know where that is. But thank you. Glad you're in, um, you in, like the show. My mother lives in Spokane, Washington. Have you told her yet that you're not getting married? Uh, no, but I told my grandmother. When the to hell tell are you going to tell her? Menace was engaged and he's not. And yeah. Yeah. You but need to call my, grandma, my grandma, who I love dearly. I know. You do love your grandmother. And so cute. she uh, she's like, oh, you'll be engaged a couple more times before you actually get married. Don't even worry about it. I was like, cool. <laughs> All you'll right. be engaged a few more times before you yeah, get married? Your be, grandmother said that? Yeah. By the time you get married. So you'll be all right. You think that's true? Hopefully, uh, just one more time. Did you get her yeah. a ring and stuff? I can't yeah, remember. All that. Yeah, like it's a little. Just, like I can't. A, I I need to find somebody that's as busy as me. You will. 
somebody that is has their own thing going on. Yep, you have to because you can't have someone who's like waiting around for men to like come yeah. home and do whatever because you're a workaholic I, like me. I suck to go to concerts with. Everyone thinks, oh, Menace, you get to travel everywhere and go cover all these festivals and meet all these, you know, rock stars and stuff like that and hang out with them. Yeah, but I can't bring somebody along with me right, f- with these experiences because I'm I'm working. I'm not doing it just to have fun. Right. You're not, like, getting wasted and – I yeah. mean, eventually, but I not get wasted the after the concert. <laughs> exactly. But when I'm at a concert, I am constantly working. I'm going from, like, one side of – the venue to another and i'm like talking with people and then right when i'm done with that i'm getting on my computer right. and i'm putting all these photos online and stuff like that it's like that is not fun to be around and to find somebody that can handle that i it's agree kind of tough that's a lifelong process trying to find the person mm-hmm. that can fit into your life right yes okay what about you emily what about me what, what am i looking what's your for problems? what's my problems yeah we don't have enough time left <laughs> oh <laughs> Saved by the bell. Saved by the bell. Okay, everyone. Thanks for listening to the show. Thank you to our sponsors, Adam and Eve. Go to adamandeve.com. Use coupon code EMILY. Get 50% off anything that you order and three free adult DVDs. And you can find more at sexwithemily.com. And Menace, where can we find you? Whitemenace.com. Awesome. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Are you sure it's safe to go spelunking down here, cordial? Sure thing, Halbert. I've been down here plenty of times. What's that? Oh, it's nothing. Just people setting off dynamite. You were 16 once, now you're 46. That's a 30-year difference. It's a cold Oh, no, we're trapped. Cordial, we're gonna die. Now just hold on a sec, Halbert. This here's the McCaffrey National Seaman Cave System. Yeah, so. So, you dummy. That means we can lick our way out of here. It's only 30 or 40 feet of crystallized semen to the surface. I wasn't born yesterday, Cordia. I know we can lick our way out of here. I just can't stand the taste. Hell it, you dummy. Why do you think I packed a month's supply of masked sexual flavor strips? It tastes good. You can choose from four delicious flavors. Strawberry, chocolate. Mango and watermelon. Good cordial. I can't decide which flavor I want to try. Don't worry, Helmet. You be down here a while. Get licking. Mask sexual flavor strips are designed to deliciously disguise the taste of semen. In four exciting flavors, they're bound to get you out of the stickiest of situations. Go to sexualflavors.com today to find your flavor. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex relationships and everything in between. For more information about Sex with Emily, go to sexwithemily.com. You can listen to our podcast, sign up for our mailing list, and please sign up for our RSS feed. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. You can also find me on Facebook. My fan page is Sex with Emily or on Twitter, Emily Morse, M-O-R-S-E. We've got an audience survey on our site. We'd love to hear from you what you think of the show. And that's what I got for you, sitting here with Menace. Hi, how you doing? Hi, Menace. Oh, with audience survey, what kind of questions do you ask? It's like, what do they like? What don't they like? Mm-hmm. I want to know. Who do they want to see naked? Who do they want to see naked? Obviously you. Maybe you, Menace. No, never in a million years. Yeah, maybe. Even though I've had some female listeners hit me up that I'll I wouldn't have. mind seeing naked on Facebook. Really? Yeah. Have you had female listeners hit you up? Yeah. You never they, talk they about it. I'm always they, bringing yeah, in the just, fan mail. Yeah, but they don't elaborate. They just say, hey, they like the show. They don't oh, go and- They don't send you naked pictures? Because they, they probably know me by now that if they sent me 
a long drawn out email. I'm probably not going to read it. it. I know. Like I send men emails and I'm like, read this email because I know he's not going to read it. (laughs) So if he doesn't get back to you, that's why. As you know, we're doing more shows every week and this is our mail show. We're just, you're just attributing the show and it's all about your emails. That's just all about the listeners because we really want to get back to all the emails that we get and that you write to feedback at sexwithemily.com. So some of the topics we're talking about are women and bras, the female libido, a nude beach, and married sex, and maybe some more in there. We'll see how we move along. All right. Okay, Venice. What do you got? This is what I got for you. I was listening to your show you did a few weeks back, and you talked about women not wearing bras. You said that if a woman walked around not wearing bras, men would get nothing done. I thought about that. Did you hear about Ine- Inez Sains? She's the woman sports broadcaster who entered the New York Jets locker room and was harassed and made to feel like a sex object, and she was embarrassed, and players were made to give formal apologies in the press, and some subjected to punishments punishments for their actions. For years now, women, women, females in the press have been allowed to men's locker rooms as if it would be unfair and make it harder for women to excel at sportscasters if they could not go where men could. So in the name of sexual equality... They've been allowed. For years, it has not been an issue. But she was wearing extremely tight jeans, tight, low-cut white shirt, and men wear suits. Now, let's go back to what you said about women not wearing bras. I am all for equality, but I feel like being naked in front of a hot, scantily clothed female can make me uncomfortable. And by uncomfortable, I mean I would be scared of getting aroused. What do you guys, what do you think these guys feel like? And in front of other men, maybe making catcalls and coming on to her was a way of avoiding the little chubby happening. What are your thoughts? Thanks. Steve from Hamilton, Ontario. Um, okay, as a woman, let me ask you this. What? Why do you wear super tight jeans and low-cut shirts? Because they make me feel good and sexy. Uh, Not to attract other people? I'm not trying to attract men. Oh, you're... Are you kidding me? You're (laughs) lying. Menace's eyes just rolled back into his head. I wish you could have seen it. Hey, stop lying. I think I always dress, like, because right now I'm wearing tight jeans and a tight tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, are you not attracting trying to attract men I'm, at all? No, I've been no. sitting in school all day. Um, I'm not trying. It's all women. No, I, I you honestly, do not dress to attract, try my, attract you know, men. I I dress in a way that I feel attractive and I mm-hmm. feel sexy, but it's not necessarily so men will find me attractive. I don't think about that, but I think the way I dress is. What it, do you think? How do I men, dress? Men are you kind of dress like this? This woman was dressing. I've seen. I've seen the photos. I, I know what she looks like. Okay, I didn't. I didn't see the photos. And okay, all right. Let's say you dressed for yourself. Okay, which is a total lie. But we're gonna go with that story. Fine. Are men not allowed to uh, make comments me? about that? Or? Yeah, I don't mind. I mm-hmm. don't. I personally don't have an issue i mean i it yeah. is the nfl the no fun league right you know but because they're always <laughs> keeping it classy right they don't like scandal but right. uh it's um i, I don't know I, I mean if you saw some pictures of this chick i'm gonna pull them up on my phone you okay. can continue talking i'll continue talking but yeah. i think that um i don't even know what the question is but i think that um what are my what are my thoughts uh they were just they were just tormenting her or whatever they were doing, making her feel mm-hmm. objective, be objectified because they were afraid they were going to get boners or something. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's kind of goes back to the classic of what men, like why men pulled women's ponytails growing up because they were feeling attracted to them. So they just like pulled her. So maybe these men were just like jousting her because they were afraid they were going to be too attracted to her. But is he saying that she shouldn't have dressed in such tight clothing and she shouldn't have done that because she was given this opportunity to go in the men's locker room and she should have dressed more conservatively? I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of women dress for 
men. Some women dress for other women. Well, he's trying to make the argument that uh, sports casting guys don't go in there wearing tight, right. V-necked, looking like CK models. You right. Know? That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, I don't know how I feel about this story. I just feel like... They're trying to say that her ass rivals Kim Kardashian. Is that a good thing? Yes. She's got a good ass. Yes. And she showed it off while she was in a sports thing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I dress sometimes to feel sexy. And therefore, if I feel like sexy or attractive, then I think that that would, you know, yes, it could be for men. It could be for women. But really, it's just so I feel com- like I feel more comfortable wearing like tight jeans and tank tops, which is my uniform. God, jeans and tanks. God, I want to show you this. This photo, but goddamn AT and T. AT and T does not They're work. They're not going to be one of our advertisers. For I know AT and T is so bad. Sorry, I hate it. Uh, I can't. Pull oh it yeah, up. I can't believe you're saying that. You used to yell at me for saying that. No, it's about the iPhone. The iPhone is awesome. The, the service awesome. sucks. Right, exactly. So that's why I have um, my new droid that you made me buy, and you didn't make me buy it. But it's it's hard, menace. It's hard to why? type on it. It's hard to type on it. And I'm a big writer. And how do you like? It learns. It keys. learns your typing. It, it learns. It, it, learn, it hasn't learned anything yet. It'll learn it. You promise? Yes. It's how much smart. longer do I have to wait? It will learn your typing. Okay, I swear. Okay. It's smart. Okay. More <laughs> emails here, Emily. I've been listening to the show for the past six months, and I've noticed that you get quite a few questions on libido. I have agreed with a lot of your advice, but I have not heard you mention physical fitness. Over the past few years, I've helped several friends make changes to incorporate fitnesses and fitness into their lifestyle. Several of them have made comments that many things improved, including their sex lives. A healthy body contributes to a better mental attitude and self-image. For menace, please broaden your horizons and embrace your inner voyeur. Women are fabulous to watch doing anything, not just when you are in the act of intercourse. I think he's referring to you're not wanting to watch women masturbate. <laughs> Love the show, and I did not stumble upon it. I found it on iTunes while looking for something naughty for the wife and I to listen to before a long plane ride. Adam from Dallas, Texas. Thanks, Adam. I totally agree with you. We've done a little bit here and there about sex and health, but that mm-hmm. is one of the major, like if you're overweight or you're not feeling good about your body, exercise really helps your libido. It helps your sex life. If you are in good shape, you're going to be having better sex. You're going to be having better everything, but it actually helps the circulation, the blood flow. They say that women who are in better shape have more orgasms mm-hmm. because your whole body's working better. So the exercise helps with your moods, depression, everything. So I totally, Adam, thanks for making that point. We've made it in the past, but maybe not lately. Yeah, I need to hit the gym so bad. You look good, though. I no. thought you lost weight, but really you just got a haircut? I just got a haircut, yeah. That's hilarious. I need a tan. I thought you looked skinny, though. No, I need oh, to. Okay. I need to hit the gym. Okay, next one. Hello both to both of you. Great show. Okay, this is Funny Menace. Ready? Right. You got to pay attention. Put the I'm, phone down. I'm trying to find this. He's trying to find the picture. Of the, okay. I am almost certain I heard Menace's voice a few weeks ago in the parking lot at a nude beach. I did not see his face, but the voice was identical to his. I have never heard you guys talking about being naked in the nature. Maybe I missed some episodes. Anyway, what do you think about being naked on a nude beach? Would Menace be a man enough and dare to bear it all? What about you, Emily? Have you ever tanned on a nude beach? I love them and get a kick out of both being naked myself and watching other naked people. It feels very free and less tension than on a plain textile beach. Great show. (laughs) Keep up the good work. (laughs) Anders, were you on a nude beach? No way. No? I would not be on a nude beach. You really no. wouldn't be, would you? I would not because I, I'm just not in shape. I'm not tan. 
I know. Well, you go to tanning salon. That's funny that he groom. thought he heard your voice at a nude beach. That is funny. I I've mean, of course you have. You have. You've I've been, been to, to Europe. Europe. I've been to Europe. I've gone <laughs> topless. I've been on a nude beach in San Francisco. You know, Baker Beach. There's yeah. a nude part of Baker Beach, which is this really beautiful beach overlooking the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. And I've gone nude there. And I've also been to like the nude hot springs, like Harbin Hot Springs up really? in north of here in Marin County, which is north of San Francisco. They have these nude hot springs that you go to and it's like hot and cold mineral tubs that you go in and everyone's walking around naked. Wow. It's very Northern California. Yeah. So I've done that, but not in a while. And at first you're kind of uncomfortable, but then you're like, everyone's naked, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I, I So I have, but not in a while. I have Maybe to it's ask time again. You. Go ahead. Oh no, I have to tell you a story. My buddy, he was out. He, he was taking his dogs to the beach, and he didn't know what beach he was on. And then tell he goes, "That's kind of weird. There's a there's a naked gentleman, and then there's another, then there's another. There's a lot of naked guys, but there's okay. never really any. I never hear any stories about hot naked girls running around on nude beaches. Never ever have I heard that. Really? Well, yeah. maybe it's more in Europe. Yeah, but Europe, they just go topless everywhere. There's not just like... I mean, where are there a lot of nude... There are a lot of nude beaches in this area. There's like all these little like coves and yeah. stuff where you could go and be naked. Especially <laughs> here, I think. Yes. But you're right. Here. I guess you see a lot of men. There's no hot chicks. If you don't I go there. But um, I'm not saying that I'm a hot chick, but I did go naked with my girlfriends. We were all really cute and we went and it was like 10 years ago to this... Well, when we went to Harbin Hot Springs, have you ever heard of Harbin Hot Springs? Mm-mm. You haven't? No. It's a really cool place in Northern California where you go and you, yeah, you just get naked. But it was weird and kind of creepy because we were like 25 years old and we were sitting there and we all kind of got naked. And then like dudes come up and start talking to you and yeah. they're like balls are in your face. Yeah. Yeah. And then you see like the old guys with like their balls yeah. that are like hanging down to their knees and they're yeah. walking around naked. So it's kind of a hippie whatever. But you can mm-hmm. wear these beads at this place, Harbin. Hot Springs, you mm-hmm. wear beads that are like a do not disturb bead. So if you're yeah. wearing these beads, it means like don't talk to me because otherwise the men are just like, hey, want a massage? Hey, how you doing? Hey. You want to massage my wiener? Want to brush my <laughs> ponytail? Yeah. Oh, P.S. Have ponytail. to tell you, two of my instructors have ponytails at my sex See, school. Do you remember you, you said that they yeah. all the swingers and all the crazy sex ponytail. people have ponytails? Two of them have ponytails. I noticed. I was like, oh my God, menace is right. Ponytail. Ponytail. Can't trust a guy with a ponytail. Can't. <laughs> you can't. I just can. can't sleep with one with a ponytail. I'm trying to think if I ever have. I think I fooled around once with the guy with the ponytail. Oh, my but God. But I just don't love it. I don't love it. It's not attractive to me personally. But I have friends who go crazy for guys with long hair. You may, long so there's hair. a ponytail for but everybody. No, just don't put, a pony, don't put it into a ponytail. Right. Because that's sleazy. It's not. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Emily, I wanted to write you because you are so down on marriage. Am I down on marriage? You're very down on marriage. I am not. not, I'm 44 years old. I'm I'm the only one on the show that supports marriage and monogamy. You do not support either. It's not that I don't support them. I'm just, I question them. The show is not about just like delivering everyone what you hear and what you read in Cosmo magazine. We're trying to bring up different issues around marriage, commitment, monogamy that just will get you to think. So I'm not saying I'm anti-marriage. I I hope that one day I feel that way that I want to get married because then I'd be normal. When will that day come? I don't know. I'm 44 years old and will celebrate my ninth wedding anniversary this November. Nine years into my marriage, my wife and I have sex multiple times a week and she still gives me blowjobs and we occasionally have adventure sex such as anal. 
My recommendation <laughs> is for people to not get married early and wait until the time is right. And I think couples should talk about what their sexual expectations are before they sign the deal. The benefit, my wife and I don't have to play the dating game anymore. There are not game there are not games and other BS and I come home to hot pussy every night. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but I couldn't think of a way to not say it. I don't know. The JJ. The JJ every night. <laughs> Signed, Scott. Wow, Scott, you, Scott. Way to put it in such good words. I That was that was very great, Scott. I'm so glad. No, Scott, I'm not anti... I'm, please, I'm not, I'm not anti-anything. If you notice the thing about sex with Emily is that we are very non-judgmental here. And we're not anti-pussy at all. No, we love it. I we're love it. pussy Scott, do you know that how many times I've... I've, I've I've done calls for action on this show. I'm like, if you're a happily married couple, email me and tell me about your sex life because I, I, I want to be inspired by you because you hear a lot that people don't. So I'm not anti-anything. In fact, I am so like pro-open, not judgmental girl. That's just who I am. Yeah. Everything goes in my world. Hey, Emily Menace. This has to be the last one. But I was talking with a friend and asked about guys not asking girls out in San Francisco. So I thought, man, I could go there and clean house. But my friend told me it's because the women there are gold diggers. Is that true? <laughs> They're Menace. every gold digger. Menace, your take. This is from Thuan Ta, single dad from Seattle. My take first? Or yeah. you want to go for it? You can go for it, Menace, because I'm sure you got things to say about... Are women in San Francisco gold diggers? They're all up and down the West Coast. On each coast, they're gold diggers. And Midwest, not as much. It doesn't take a lot for them to be happy in the Midwest. Because the cost of living, we don't need as much gold. Yeah. But here, they need masses amounts of gold. It's very expensive to live in San Francisco. It's, no, it's very, very expensive to have a woman in San Francisco. Yeah, it is expensive to do anything in San Francisco. So I would think dating and being a single man, single man and dating in San Francisco would be a very expensive task. But do I think that, I mean, I don't think that women are gold diggers more so than you're right. I think you can't say that they are more regionally gold diggers here than anywhere else. There's just gold diggers in every, there's women that are gold diggers and they just want men who have money. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see that more here than other places. Anywhere else. Because no. it's, it's a epidemic. It is because of television that you don't watch. Which because the gold digger shows or something. There's all, all every woman on there is a gold digger on all these reality shows, and that's all that's on. You television. mean on the dating shows? Every show. What? It doesn't even have to be a dating show. It could be the Jersey Shore. It could be. How are they gold diggers? How is the Jersey Shore or the Kardashians gold diggers? How are the Kardashians gold diggers? But aren't they of their own money now? But, yeah, but they only date. And go out with multimillionaires. The only one that doesn't is the older sister, the oldest one. She goes out with a guy that's broke. Really? But he's he's nuts. So I I think she's afraid to leave him. Is she on the show? The oldest? Yeah, one? she's on there. Okay. Huh. But I'm not I'm not saying okay. It's hard to just say that they're gold diggers. They might not be, but they only date people in their Ilk. class. Right. You know. Okay. Yeah, but that's that happens everywhere. I don't think it's more in the Bay Area than not. Yeah. But, okay. Thanks. That was a good question. And he's from Texas, right? He's from Seattle. Seattle? Single Sorry. dad from Seattle. But I think you should come down here and um, clean house anyway because we women yeah. down here would love you to ask them out. Look, get on a flight. Uh, Virgin America, it's not that Not, not that, that hard. That, you, come for a weekend. Yeah. Come let here, us know. Hang out. We'll hook you up. And then, uh, then go back home to Seattle. See what happens. You're good. Exactly. Okay, that's all we got time for. Thank you for listening to the listener email show. And thanks so much to everyone for listening to Sex with Emily. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Have you guys heard my news? 
I have a new sex gig. I'm not a porn star. It's better. I just launched my new premium skincare brand called Emily and Tony. These products are tried and true to help spice up your sex life, which is what I'm all about. I'm talking about massage oil candles that are one part candle, one part body oil, and check out these flavors. They come in delicious scents like creme de vanilla, cocoa, and fougere. And they're hydrating, and they leave your skin feeling super luxurious. We even have a product for the guys called Down Under Comfort that helps keep their balls smelling fresh and clean and dry all day, which is exactly what you want, right? So guys, if you take care of your balls, your partner will take care of you. So help us keep this podcast free. Use code EMILY to get 20% off your first purchase at emilyandtony.com. Trust me, you'll love them, and you're welcome.